0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy.
1: the poster, said? See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Do to make out? No. Because
0: I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theatres May 3rd. Read it PG-13.
1: Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio, with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms. And we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today.
0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. The morning after Sadio Mane almost single-handedly dragged Senegal to the AFCON final. A 3-1 win for Senegal over Burkina Faso. With Mane playing a starring role, an outstanding performance by Sadio. Showing some of the vintage of Sadio that had him in the conversations as the best player in the Premier League from 2018 to 2020. Now, you would also have to say, of course, it is the AFCON, it's not exactly the pinnacle, but Burkina Faso were a good team and he did play very, very well. So fingers crossed, he carries this form back to Liverpool for the second half of the season. Because if we get motivated on top of his game, Sadio, with with Salah playing the way he is, with Firmino, with Jota in the form he's in, plus Diaz arriving now, well, everybody's in a lot of trouble. They will be, I would suggest, the best attacking unit in the Premier League. Now, this season, of course, we have scored the most goals in the Premier League. And we have looked devastating going forward at times. And if Mane can kick it up a level, because obviously he's having a a pretty good season. He's scoring goals. His underlying numbers are very similar to what they've been in the past. But there is something that's just not quite there. It's that burst, that ability to beat a man... The the things he would do in the flow of a game, now he tends to slow things down a little bit more. But in these games in the AFCON, he's definitely been a little bit better in terms of keeping momentum and playing at a higher pace. And if Sadio can get back to doing that, then it's, it's going to be chaos. Because if you have him doing that on one wing, Salah playing like the best player in the world on the other, Jota just continuing to improve as a number nine option, plus Firmino, who's having a good season, a bit of a bounce-back year for Bobby after back-to-back disappointing seasons. And then, of course, Luis Diaz been added. It really is going to be such a strong group of attacking players, and you can throw in Kate Gordon, you can throw in Taki Minamino, you can throw in Divock Origi. It wouldn't surprise me if we see Harvey Elliott play a couple of games in the front three, maybe as a sub or late in the game, if Salah comes on and midfield, if Salah comes off, a midfielder might come on. And if Harvey's on the pitch, he could be pushed into that front three. So we're going to have exceptional options in attack. And that is really, really exciting. For the few years where we were winning Champions League and Premier League, we only really had the three. And you were looking at Divok and Shakiri as our depth options. Well, now it'll be. Firmino and Diaz and that is a huge upgrade likewise in midfield if we can keep Thiago fit if Naby can stay fit across the back half of the season then those two can be largely rotated in that left-sided midfield role, there'll be minutes there for Curtis as well obviously Fabinho will remain the key we have to keep him on the pitch, without him the drop-off to the replacement in that role is enormous. And then obviously in the right sided role, Naby can play there, Harvey will play there, Curtis can play there, Ox can play there, and obviously Jordan Henderson plays there as well. So lots of options. Again, you'd still like one more defensively, but that's the job for the summer now. That's the big the big hit in the summer will be trying to find that midfielder, that more defensive minded midfielder to go with Fabinho, that gives us that little bit of balance because you know Thiago is a very good defensive player, very underrated in that regard. But he is primarily a ball player. Naby's the same. Curtis is more attack minded. Harvey is attack minded. Ox is attack minded. Uh, there isn't anybody anybody other than Fabinho who is defensive minded in that position in midfield. So that will be the big the big one to go to do in the summer. And obviously, we know we're strong at centre back. Reece Williams will just take up the role that Nat Phillips had previously had as the fifth centre back. He likely won't even make the bench most weeks, but it's good, good cover to have there. Reece showed last season in the run of games he had that he can do a job. Uh, you wouldn't want him there permanently as any kind of starter, rending, but certainly if he needs to be dropped in alongside any of Joel, Joe or Ibu, or Virgil, for that matter, if if that's what it came to, uh, you wouldn't have any concerns. Um. So the squad is looking very, very strong moving into the second half of the season. The the right-back spots, the other one, you'd have some concern over. But again, that's something for the summer when Nico leaves permanently. But we know we're strong at left-back. Costas this season has been excellent, and Robbo, probably in the last month, has really began to look like Robo again. And his most recent performances for us were, were exceptional. Cuevin Kelleher's development behind Allison is another big, big boost. And we know we've got a number of very talented young goalkeepers there, the likes of Pitaluga, who are extremely highly regarded and could well one day become first choice at the club. So you really have to be very happy with how we sit right now and where we are. Obviously, the summer will come quickly, but there's a lot of football to be played in the interim. A lot of football to be played. We have 16 Premier League games. We have an FA Cup game coming up against Cardiff. And hopefully, a victory there will lead to at least one more, possibly four more games in the FA Cup. We have a Cup final in the League Cup to look forward to. That's exciting. And then there is the Champions League, which returns this month. And we play Inter Milan. They're going to be without their best player, Nicola Barella. So you would hope that we will get through from those two games and move on. And again, that's a lot more games. So it's going to be a busy second half of the season. The hope will be we don't have any major injuries. And that if we do have some injuries, they're in positions where we're quite strong. So that right-sided midfield role, there's a lot of options there. At centre-back, we could cope now with one injury. Left-back, if Robert was to miss a couple of games, you wouldn't be concerned. And up front now, with five very, very capable starters, it's a great position to be in, especially when you factor in Divock, Tacky, and Cade as depth. We've now got eight in attack. And that's really nice to have. That's really nice to have. Now, again... People will have their doubts over Tacky, but he is a valuable player. He doesn't necessarily fit perfectly into how we play, but he can do a job. Divock, it's the back half of the season. This is when Divock comes alive. The first half of the season is only for keeping yourself fit, you know, and keeping yourself warm as far as Divock is concerned. He doesn't want to know until we get into, like, late March, early April, and then he comes alive. And those two months... Between then and the end of the season will be magic for him. And Cade is a kid, but all minutes gained now will benefit him down the road. You have to be happy with how things are going. The signing of Diaz is massive. It really does lift the mood. It lifts the level. It lifts the standard. It means that nobody can get too comfortable. Mo will start every game because he's Mo. But there's two great options through the middle now with, with Jota and Bobby. Two great options on the left with Mane and Diaz. You have to be happy with that. You really have to be happy with that. Like I say, one big one in in the summer will be that midfield. A back right-back. Get that Carvalho deal done. And barring a departure of Sadio Bobby or Joe Gomez or Costas, the other one that could leave, there's nothing else to do. If any of those four leave, you're merely replacing them using the money you would get from selling them. So there won't be a need for any kind of big spend there. The fee for Nico, and probably Nat, who will go in the summer, will more than cover a new right-back. So you're just looking at that midfield and the one that's needed there. And, you know, Naby could leave, Ox could leave, and that would cover... The need for anybody there. That would cover the fee. And the wages would be more than taken care of. So while I get that a lot of people are frustrated with the owners, and there's you know the whole FSG out thing, and I find myself frustrated with the owners, I've openly said that I think they could have done a lot more over the last few years. And yes, people can say, Oh, well, we signed you know five players who are important and a couple of young players, And, and that's great. But we did want to see them do a bit more. You know, a signing like Diaz is, is a big step in the right direction. Go and get Chuomeni in the summer, get Carvalho in. And, and Melissa Reddy has reported today that it looks like that one will get done, that there's confidence on both sides, on, on all sides that that deal gets done. So that would be brilliant to have that one done in advance of the summer. And like I say, I mean, a backup, right back, it's not going to be the hardest thing to find. Mazraoui from Ajax on a free could be perfect. That's a deal we could do in advance of the summer. He's one you could secure in the next couple of weeks. If we could do that, if we find that we're not going to get too many, maybe you go and you get Boubacar Kamara on a free, and you re-up Naby and re-up Ox for a year just to keep them for depth. Maybe give Bobby an extra year or two on his contract and then see what you want to do with Sadio. But Those are the type of signings that people are asking for. They're not asking for huge amounts of money. But you have to give the owners credit for when the opportunity came to get Diaz, there was no hesitation. We moved very, very quickly and got that deal done. And we got it done basically through the middle of the night. While journalists in the UK were sleeping Colombian journalists and Portuguese journalists were absolutely living it up doing Twitter spaces and letting us know what was going on and it was great it was it was one of those really entertaining nights where you can forget that Twitter is a complete cesspool and really lean into what's going on and it was brilliant and long long may we have nights like that um it was very similar to how the Fabinho deal happened We'd heard a little bit of talk about Diaz, but not that we were going to be making a move that that month or in the window. And it came out of nowhere. Next thing, it was as, as good as done. The first time Paul Joyce or any of them tweeted about it, the deal was basically done. And um, that's very similar to what happened to Fabinho. So more stealth manoeuvres is what we want. More of them because they're fun. In terms of the main Liverpool websites, uh, a date has been confirmed for Liverpool's postponed league match versus league. It says this is Anfield. Uh, that game was meant to be on Boxing Day. was called off after Leeds invented some COVID cases because they've been getting walloped uh, in the previous couple of games due to having a big injury, a big injury issue. Uh, it will now take place on Wednesday, February 23rd at Anfield. Kickoff is set for seven forty-five. It comes four days after Norwich visit Anfield and four days prior to the League Cup final against Chelsea at Wembley. Um Chelsea are playing on the 22nd against Lille in the Champions League, because they're in the other part of the draw that plays the week that we're off. So no real advantage for Chelsea with us having to play that day. Uh, I think we'll all be. Happy enough. So what we're looking at now for February is Cardiff in the FA Cup on Sunday, then Leicester on the Thursday night in the Champions League, Burnley in the Premier League on Sunday, Inter Milan the following Wednesday, away in the first leg of the Champions League, then it's Norwich, then it's Leeds, then it's Chelsea. It's a busy month seven games in a short month that's already three days old and will be six days old by the time we play Cardiff. But like I said, we have the squad to deal with this. And if we can get through this month, we're going to be in very good shape. If we can win those four Premier League games, we will be in very, very good shape. And as we all know, win that Leeds game. We're six points behind City. We have to go to City. We could well beat them there. And then it's only three points. And at that stage, we would almost certainly have a better goal difference than them. They have a two-goal advantage on us now, um, plus 41 to plus 39. But you'd assume we'll put a couple pass leads in in our game in hands. That would make it about even. And then if we beat them in their place, as long as we match their results, Then we're only looking for them to slip up once. That's it. We just need them to slip up once. Beat them. Win our games. And wait for them to slip up. And maybe, just maybe, there's an outside shot that it all happens and works out perfectly. There is a fantastic piece about Luis Diaz by Samuel Cox. I'm not familiar with Samuel's writing, but... He's at Samuel Cox Football, F-U-T-B-O-L. Uh, it's up there on This Is Anfield. It is brilliant. It basically tells his his story, Luis Diaz's journey from small-town kid growing up in extreme poverty to where he is now and what we're getting. Uh, very, very good read. Very in-depth. A long read, but absolutely tremendous and well worth your while. Reading that one, the incredible story of Luis Diaz. Uh, Liverpool in talks over pre-season tour in the Far East, including a Manchester United friendly. That's reported by Jack Losby there. So do check that one out. On liverpool.com, the headline piece is about Sadio. Sadio Mane, AFCON record, might mask Liverpool reality as big Jurgen Klopp call awaits upon upon return. The big call, obviously, is, is Mane or Diaz. There's no call to be made. It is Mane for now. Give Diaz time to work himself into the group and we'll be fine. Uh, Liverpool can unleash Philippe Coutinho's plan again as Luis Diaz gives Jurgen Klopp what he wants. Mohamed Salah can take big step towards new Liverpool contract incentive in just four days. Liverpool, one of three clubs for Erling Haaland, among talks amid talks to beat Pep Guardiola to transfer. Uh, this is part of the media digest. These are always funny. Um, I I just can't. One of three clubs in England. It should be pointed out, not one of three clubs overall. And it's Rude Hollett who said this, not not anybody uh, who'd be clued in or anything like that. Uh, he said that United, City, and ourselves would-be clubs that would suit him. Uh, More talk of Paolo Dybala. Contract talks, we can rule that out. Three players named in Fabio Carvalho talks. Liverpool's transfer plan is coming together and bearing fruit, and Fabio Carvalho is likely to be the next youngster brought to the club in the summer, according to The Athletic. So maybe you can put that one in the bin. Uh, Liverpool pointed towards Trent, Curtis and Harvey. As examples of young players who have been given opportunities under Jurgen Klopp, they could also point to Cade Gordon, who is certainly going to be the next one to be afforded chances. Carvalho is likely to join in a free transfer. It won't be a free transfer. Get that phrase out of your minds. It will not be a free transfer. We will be paying a substantial fee, $8 or so, to get him in. Uh, New Bologna signing Denzo Cassius has revealed he wants to replicate Trent Alexander-Arnold in the future. He has just signed from Utrecht and uh, very highly regarded and maybe one to keep an eye on. Not necessarily as the backup for Trent that we need this summer, but potentially in two to three years, if said backup does really well and is sold on for profit, maybe someone like this is the one to bring in. He has... Similarities to his game to Trent. And you can tell just by watching him play that he's watched quite a bit of Trent footage. Liverpool will welcome confirmed January transfer as 12 million Trent Alexander-Arnold coverage emerges. A confirmed January transfer target at Red Bull Salzburg signals that Liverpool might have the perfect chance to sign ideal backup for Trent Alexander-Arnold. This would be, I assume, Rasmus Christensen, who I really like. he was one of the players we brought up or I brought up on the transfer committee pod uh very, very, very good. Salzburg have signed Ignace van der Bremt from Club Bruges for four point five million, and that would signal that perhaps Christensen is going to be made available this summer um. I would be very much in favor of that, I think when we talk about a right sided costas, this is exactly what we're talking about. Good going forward, strong defensively, he's a big unit as well he's six one six two he's strong defensively he's solid, he's not the same type of player as Trent, but there are he's a decent passer, but he's more like a costas robo type um 24 years of age, turned 25 in the summer, so good age to get him, has also played in midfield. So, yeah, he'd definitely be somebody that I would be strongly in favour of us looking to bring in, in that backup right-back spot. I think he would be a, a big, big upgrade on what we've been operating with there over the last couple of years. On Anfieldindex.com, there are two excellent new articles, one by Mr. Daniel Rhodes, entitled Liverpool's Perfect Transfer Window, which uh, leans heavily on some of the scouted podcasts myself and Carl have been doing. Uh, so do check that one out. And um, Stephen Smith has written an absolute belter entitled Fabio Carvalho, The End Game Won't Alter. So do check that one out. And finally, podcast-wise... There is a new AI scouted, which we recorded earlier today. That should be out this afternoon. And Mr. Downey is working on a podcast entitled Glory Days, uh, looking back at FA Cup finals and FA Cup games from Liverpool's past to show the magic of the cup and why it's worthwhile and why we really should be taking it more seriously. Um, I recorded part one with him, and I think it's Andy Wales that's recording part two. I could be wrong. It is Andy Wales. So Andy Wales will be on as well. So do check that one out. Um, I think it'll be out today or tomorrow. And it should be very, very good. And that is it, folks. That is me for today. I will see you all tomorrow. Take care. Good luck to you.
1: We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement. And we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go,